0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, welcome to the
1: Rooted Deep podcast. Uh, Typically, Allison, we're talking about, you know, things that are really helping ground people, get people Mm -hmm. rooted, uh, really help people grow. But today, we're kind of, uh, in in lieu of Christmas, we're kind of going to delve off into something a little more whimsical and fun, which we typically, I mean, we're always fun, uh, but we're we're not necessarily always whimsical. So today, we're headed for whimsical.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, we can it's it's just fun to talk about these kind of things, because when we start digging in and and researching and looking at what um, what we want to talk about, I love it because you're a learner, right? You love like you love reading, you love learning about things. And so it's always when we when we choose these type of topics, we are always, oh, I didn't know this or this was interesting. I found this out. And so every once in a while, when we go this route, we end up learning a little bit more. I think sometimes you take it to research dissertation levels and I, you know, and I'm like cliff notes here, Uh, but because of our different personalities, because you're such a learner and you want to get all the details and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Oh, wait, something sparkly over here. So today we're going to be talking about the legend. We've never talked about it because we've, we've celebrated our, we've observed Advent before on this podcast, but we've never actually talked about, and we've even talked about Christmas food. And, you know, some of the traditions that surrounded, but we've never focused on Santa Claus and no, we, not. we, I, you know, and whether or not you believe in Santa, obviously, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the one to the tell you, yeah, you to be if really you are a believer, yeah. if, if you are a believer in Santa Claus, or yeah. if you are an observer of the elf on the shelf. Um, or the Uh, snoop on the stoop, whatever, uh, you want to, whatever you want to call it. You just, you have, we have these Christmas traditions and Santa Claus is kind of every, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people at least have a little Santa something, even if it's just a hat. Right. And so where did, where did all this come from?
1: Yeah. You know, I think that is, uh, you know, it's so much fun. I think one of the reasons Christmas is always so much traditionally fun is the, is sometimes they call it the magic of Christmas, mm-hmm. but it's just the joy that you watching kids' faces, um, yeah. you know, as uh, as they kind of jump into this, just this fun, you know, I remember being a kid. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember on Christmas Eve, we would always go to my mama and papa's house. Okay. And which was my mom and my mom's mom and dad. And all the cousins were gathered around and I don't, I don't remember um I don't remember a whole lot about when I be- actually believed in Santa Claus. I don't have any memories to that. Uh where my memories pick up is kinda I already knew Santa Claus wasn't real. Uh so I'm sorry if I've just broken somebody's mm, heart. Yeah. Uh but I I was I remember um it on the news Okay, they would come over the news at, and they would say, okay, yes. if your kids aren't in the bed yet, y'all yeah. need to go because, I mean, Santa Claus here. has just entered North Carolina airspace, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, I mean, I can remember my little cousins, I mean, they were, like, grabbing their coats and <laughs> dragging their moms and dads out the door, and I can remember uh, how excited, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they got. Uh, because they just knew Santa was coming to their house. And, uh, you know, it was uh, even my nephews and and my niece, uh, Mackenzie, all my word. Uh, My brother, he, since he was Santa Claus, he went for the cinnamon rolls instead of the chocolate chip cookies and milk. And so Santa would eat the cinnamon rolls. And Zach was like, well, hey, look, if I gotta be, if I gotta eat this stuff, I'd like to eat, I'm gonna eat something good. So they always had cinnamon rolls. So So it's like, you know, But just the fun of the the kids' eyes as they light Mm -hmm. up and and as they think about Christmas morning and the things that they were so excited to get. You know, it always just brings a smile to your face to watch some of those, those fun things and to reflect back on some of those fun memories as a child.
0: Exactly. And, um, and like you said, it's just the fun and the magic and, and, and whimsical nature of the season. And, mm-hmm. right. It's one of those things that, you know, if you are a Santa's not, you know, if you are a Santa's going to bring you something nice, what did Santa bring you? Um, and we never actually, we, we were always, I can't remember believing in Santa, um, yeah, me neither. but we had, we had Santa Claus, uh, I had Santa Claus and elves, you know, decorations all over the house, you know, during Christmas, sure. but I knew that I, I knew that mom and dad, I knew that mom and dad were bringing me the presents mainly because of the layaway plan. Um, right. and I, <laughs> I think it was Kmart and Hills, uh, layaway right. plan yeah. and the JC penny catalog. Um, those were. Those were what we would look through and, and kind of mark those pages and see you know and see absolutely if, uh, those those are that's what I remember uh, but, but uh, there is I don't know the history of the layaway plan but we have it we have studied the history a little bit of uh, of Santa Claus and it's interesting because it's it's that um, it's it's a little bit different obviously in every country it's a little bit different yes. in every culture but everybody has some sort of figure or, um, a benevolent, uh, benevolent, uh, person that, um, is kind of in, in human form, uh, obviously, but, but it, and it's always surrounded by gifts. Uh, I think everybody's yes. just kind of, let's make somebody up who can, who uh, can justify us going nuts at Christmas time and giving and giving gifts. And so um, a lot of, a lot of you may know this, that Saint uh, Santa Claus, the original Saint Nick uh, was a Greek Bishop and he was known for his generosity specifically to children. But I think this was an interesting little tidbit. He, he gave uh, their three women uh, very important dowries to keep them from having to go into prostitution so that was one of the things that his that is one of his little that was what he was known for is giving gifts finding the impoverished, impoverished families and making sure that they, um, that they had what they needed and including, you know, gifts to children. And some people do say that to be secret and to stay secret, he would, uh, he would throw them over, uh, over the chimney or he'd get his assistant to throw them, um, down, you know, down the chimney and, uh, or throw it through the window or something. So, so he would kind of try to keep it anonymous. I don't know. Um, obviously we're still celebrating him, you know, 1600 years later. So I don't know how, um, how successful he was at the anonymous gifting, but, uh, that was an, that was an interesting story. So he's the first one that we see and he had the, you know, the big robes, you know, because he was a sure. bishop. Um, and so then, Martin Luther in the 16th century to kind of pull away from all of that. Um, so in the Reformation, he changed the date. He um he developed, he it's he changed the date from December 6th to December 24th and 25th because he wanted he wanted to get away from um from the the Catholic uh right, the Catholic right, celebration right. of these saints days. He was trying to pull away from the saints and just kind of venerate something, you know, and maybe um, maybe focus it a little bit more toward Christ. And I thought, I think that that was interesting. I didn't realize how influential Martin Luther, uh, was in our, in our, in our, in the history of, of Christmas. Um, and so I thought that was, that was really interesting as well. So two things that Martin Luther did, uh, was change the date to, to Christmas time to our, our traditional, what is our traditional, um, and, and actually start calling it um, the suggestion of Christ being the bringer of gifts. And yeah. so that's why, that's why we kind of celebrate that. That's where that Christ word comes into Christmas. Yeah. But then also on his way home one night from, um, uh, late, he's looking through, he's under the trees, he's looking and he can see some of the stars blinking through the tree branches. And so he wants to, um, he wants to uh, replicate that when he gets home. And so he starts, he brings in some, some, uh, some evergreen boughs and he puts uh, little candles in and try to get that, you know, he was looking up at the stars uh, that through, the, through the Christmas bridge, yeah. the, that the little twinkle effect. And uh, we do know that people, people would bring, traditionally would bring evergreen boughs into their homes early, you know, during the winter time, just to freshen yeah. up everybody's and so he he started sticking candles um all up in there so if you've ever um if you've ever had a national lampoon's christmas fire on your mantle uh because right. of you know because you've tried to over decorate your christmas garland okay. you can just say you know hey uh it's martin luther King. martin luther brought that tradition early on i don't know oh, if, if anybody's ever tried to um at we, candles and christmas right i mean it's just y'all be careful out there you know yes. i mean honestly yeah. Uh, And so that, I thought that was interesting as I'm studying Santa Claus, I, you know, it immediately takes, takes us to, you know, what, what we as, as believers love about Christmas, which is, it is that Christ word, but um, back to father Christmas. Um, So, oh yeah.
1: You know, I think, I think we, as we, as we look at how Christmas, you know, the spirit of Christmas or, you know, the giving of the gifts Mm -hmm. or, you know that the the even even Martin Luther as he's he's reforming it and he's wrapping it around. Obviously, we understand clearly that we celebrate the birth of Christ, mm-hmm. and it you know it's an important time for us to reflect on God sending a Savior into the world. Um, but you know, I, I also I also think uh, you know from my side of things, and I know there are a lot of people that may strongly disagree with this in one way or the other. But but I also love the fun. Uh, yes. Of the of the Santa Claus tradition and uh, the fun of you know having the the Santa decor and and mm-hmm. all of those things and really I think it, as we think about what really brought that to popularity, um you know you've got over here in Turkey you've got this you know a bishop who's doing these things and you know we're really not hearing a whole lot about this but what almost all of us know, um mm-hmm. almost. Everyone it has at least one line or one little snippet from a very famous poem yeah. that we understand. Um, you know, 'twas the night before Christmas mm-hmm. yeah. and all through the house, right? Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Okay. Um, and that is a poem that was written in 1823 by Clement Clark Moore. And it was titled A Visit from Saint Nicholas. And then over time, it became known as the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And from that poem, we got this image yeah. of what Santa Claus looked like. Yeah. Uh, he was dressed in a red suit. He's, he's jolly, cho- so <laughs> so he's he's little a rotund guy, you right. know. He's, and he's got a white beard. He's uh he's riding a Rosie sleigh. Cheeks, yeah, yeah. So now we have got him. He's riding the sleigh, and he's being pulled by reindeer. Okay. And we have reindeer that have names. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the most famous obviously is Rudolph. Okay. With a, actually a nose that glows. All right. Um, and so all of a sudden, when you think about, you know, you have all of these traditions that you've mentioned from Turkey uh, mm-hmm. to around the globe of, yeah. of a traditional character yeah. that kind of fits this um, St. Nicholas type concept but all of a sudden 1863 or excuse me 1823 Mm -hmm. we have more writing this poem was the night before christmas
0: and it's more magical yeah
1: and it yeah and it really i mean it changed everything right Mm -hmm. um because now we have this now we have a suit we have a hat we have reindeer we have a sleigh that flies and suddenly it's it's become something that you know uh, movies I mean you know everybody kind yeah. of another part of Christmas I think is these traditional movies mm-hmm. uh, that people really really enjoy uh, during the Christmas holidays whether it be White Christmas with Bing Crosby or it mm-hmm. be you know or whether Miracle it's on 34th Street Miracle on 34th Street uh, or now believe it or not Elf is now uh, is yes. now a uh, more of a An older movie, right? Yeah. Um, And so whether it be Elf or, you know, whatever your, you know, the thing is, but it's always wrapped around these fun, uh, these fun, funny characters, whether they be, you know, Santa's helpers and all of these it's just mm-hmm. all of this kind of stuff. And it kind of becomes this sleigh that flies and reindeer and nose. I don't know. And it just becomes fun.
0: It does become fun. And, you know, I think the best line of any movie, of any Christmas movie ever, is when Mrs. Santa says, who's ever heard of a skinny Santa? And then she says, Eat eat like that's yeah. really i laugh i laugh every year because i always watch it you know and it's rudolph the rendo's reindeer uh that yes. you know stop motion movie uh stop motion animation movie from i don't know burl lives oh, era Lord. so i guess the 60s 50s yeah I don't remember has to be, right but he's you know he's skinny because he's sad uh you know there's gonna be he needs to eat but there's a big storm coming and his wife is telling him to eat, eat. yeah and it's uh it again it's surrounded by santa's supposed to be fat santa's supposed to have a beard and he's supposed to you know he's supposed to be jolly and happy and um that movie he was actually kind of grumpy until he found rudolph and then rudolph saved the day but i think it's just interesting to see um how and and i think it was the coca-cola commercials uh the ads early in the in the 20th century that really showed this this happy curly haired beard and so then all of a sudden the coca-cola in their ads started showing um uh started showing uh santa claus more and more and and really cemented his the vision of him the image uh, yeah that image uh, of, of him and those Coca-Cola commercials are still happening, you know, with the polar bears and, you know, yes. and it's all of this, it's, it's, it's kind of taken on this new, or, you know, it began taking on this new, this new look with how, yeah. how magical Christmas is and how childlike we're supposed to, or we, we, we should enjoy uh, like, like you said, just the joy of, you know, whether you believe in Santa or not, or whether you teach your kids about, <laughs> you know, Santa or whether, you, you know, whether you want to blame Santa or, not, or, you know, for yes. the cold or the elf the-
1: on the shelf or whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, can, I mean, can I just say, I mean, I know we're not talking about the elf, but I, I am blown away every <laughs> year at the lengths that parents go to, right. to create their own chaos that they have to clean up. Yeah, because of this crazy elf it just always blows me away i'm like you have got to be kidding me
0: and just i mean just creative and very like you said complicated and elaborate storylines uh with with elf and um i had that elf ornament originally when i was a kid um, really? And he was kind of, he looked just exactly like that. And it was just an ornament. Um, and I remember having that, but we didn't, it was just an ornament on the tree. Yes, and that was my personal, tree. my person, but it was, it looks exactly like the little elf on the shelf. And so I'm like, I don't think he was, but people have even put these, um, these little uh, ring cameras inside their trees, right? That are, is like, hey, I'm watching you kind of a situation that, that oh, my created. Word. I don't know if they're creating PTS, uh, you know, some sort of post-traumatic stress because all the kids are like, who's who's watching me, but it is, it is interesting. But I think, I think for parents and, and family members to really enjoy that side of it, just to say, okay, I can contribute a little bit to the magic, or I can contribute a little bit to the story I think is exciting if you don't take it, you know, and if you don't, like you said, sometimes it's a little, um just so elaborate that you're like, did you really mean to put powdered sugar all over your kitchen counter that now you have to clean up? You know, some of the people that are, you know, that maybe have OCD or something, they're looking at going, I would never do that. I just can't, you know, thinking of the stickiness later or the the marshmallows, mini marshmallows that, you know, that he's toasting or whatever. Um, but it's just contributing to the the season and kind of getting everybody into that happy you know that happy state of mind, whether it's Elf on the Shelf or Ruby. I think my my niece always has a Ruby, and she's a female Elf. Elf, and she's okay. um she I don't know if she's a cousin of the Elf on the Shelf, but she's definitely the Christian. Um, She's version. definitely the Christian okay. version of, and Ruby, and she's always doing, she's always doing good. Um, and she's always steering my nieces and nephews in the right direction. She's okay. not going to, she's not going to be stabbing bananas or, you know, toasting marshmallows over, over an open flame. She's, she's, she has her devotions. Some of them. Okay. And well, there we go. She's, you okay. know, she's, but she is a Ruby. She's a Ruby elf. Um, but that's, you know, Santa has to have his helpers. And I think that that's one of those traditions that has come yeah. through time where Santa can't do it all on all his own. So he has to have a few people to help him out. Right know, whether it's, whether it's little elves or whether it's the reindeer or um, Mrs. Claus.
1: There you go. You can't forget Mrs. Claus
0: and the whole right. time space continuum is how how he gets yeah.
1: all these gifts delivered. Uh, there's just, there's so much, you know, there's so much fun uh, mm-hmm. that can be uh, wrapped up in this season. And and I think you know we can use all of these opportunities as an opportunity to, to kind of remind ourselves you know uh, even even now all of our we have no more children uh, in our in our crew everybody's adults now you know mm-hmm. I mean we don't even have any teenagers left they're all adults yeah. now and uh, and that does change the atmosphere quite. Quite drastically, you know, uh, because now they want things like golf clubs and, you know, yeah, yeah. right, you know, or stock more options, ste- you know, right. they're really wanting more stupid <laughs> things, you know, and hey, I want to get this and, you know, I yeah. want to do that. And, and obviously um, they help pick it out because you know, yeah. there's no way we could pick it out for them because right. they would just return it all.
0: And um, I knew I was an that- adult the first year my parents got me brand new tires for Christmas. I was like, that is the most adult thing. And it's so sad. It's like the, the magic of Christmas is over. It's gone, right? You know, it's, it's, it's when gone. I got tires yeah, for Christmas. There is no
1: Santa Claus. I got tires for Christmas. Yeah.
0: Right. And I still love doing that. But I was, that's what I was just getting
1: ready to say. I still mm-hmm. love, even for my adult, you know, my adult niece and nephews, I still love doing a little something fun. No, uh, uh, that Something they didn't ask for, something they're mm-hmm. not expecting. Yeah. Um, uh, but just a little, uh, just something, a little fun, uh, mm-hmm. for them. They open it up. They're not, they don't know what it is. They're like, what is this? You know, it's not a golf, this is this more golf yeah. stuff. What is this? Yeah. You know, they're yeah. not sure what it is. Um, and I think that there's just being able to celebrate with our families, being able just to, uh, again, gather around food in the South It mm-hmm. always is gathered around. Yeah, kids. absolutely. Uh, but, you know, gathering around uh, the table. Uh, with friends, with family and and celebrating and opening gifts and you know laughing at Santa Claus movies and all of those kind of things. um I think that they're those are fun opportunities and what what I keep thinking about so much mm-hmm. uh, is they've created so many memories in my life, yeah, as I go back to. I can close my eyes right now and I can see my mamaw who's been gone since I was 15. Mm. Um, I can see my mamaw in the kitchen on Christmas Eve with her little apron on yeah. Elvis playing blue Christmas in the background yeah. on a record player. Uh-huh. And I can, you know, and I can see my mamaw hustling around and, you know, I, you know, and those are really precious memories to me mm-hmm. of growing up and having fun with my family. And you know, I th- I reflect on all of those, and there's so many fun stories to tell and those kind of things. And I think I think it's important, whatever we do, whether we talk about Santa Claus or whatever, or whatever we do, I think it's really important to establish great memories uh, yeah. for you and for your family mm-hmm. during during these holiday seasons. It gives us an opportunity to make memories. And I think making memories is an important thing.
0: Exactly. And I think, yeah, like you said, whether it does, uh, surround, you know, the father or the grandfather or an uncle, you know, dressing up in a, in this, this crazy, you know, Santa suit, uh, or whether it's just, you know, leaving, even if it's just leaving, leaving, uh, cinnamon rolls, apparently. Uh, in your Apparently, case. Yes. Apparently cinnamon rolls, leaving those out um, for Santa. I would prefer a charcuterie board if it were me, if I were, yeah, if because <laughs> I'm a of salty course. snacker anyway. Of course you would. So I'm like, yes. I don't want any cookies, but it just, I'll take just a little bit of that, that whimsy, or like you said, that magic, um, that, that, because it does create memories. I do remember um, just uh, the times where we would all my, you know, my family, my grandparents. We would, our thing was, we would celebrate, and then we would drive the four hours to the other grandmother, you know, grandmother's house. And so, if you were, um, if if you were like me, you would have Christmas with your family, and then you would pile in the car. And I think those are the most uh, fun memories was driving from one uh, from one because it was it's almost like Christmas was extended because you have Christmas with your family, and then that afternoon you're driving somewhere to have yeah. christmas with with one grandparents, you know one set of grandparents, and then you drive the other way a couple of days later and so it's like it's it extended longer. But it was just the memory, even the memories in the car, even celebrating Christmas breakfast at the Waffle House, you know, on your way to grandmother's house, you know. And so whether it is, whether you get to spend it at home and there's, you know, uh, all this magic because you're you're home and somebody's got the Santa Claus or whether it's, hey, let's take our let's take the fun and the whimsy and the magic on the road. Um, There was one year where we were on our way down to Mexico for language school. Uh, I okay. was 11. And so mom, uh, because she knew we were going to be on the road, like in a van at Christmas time on Christmas yeah. day. So she bought this tiny little fake tree, uh, okay. about 10 inches tall. She glued these little red balls all over and put a ribbon on top and then did these little fake presents. And that was our tree, um, in the front. And I was like, is, you know, it was just, and and we opened Christmas presents at the Motel 6, you know, because uh-huh. we were somewhere in Texas because we were driving down to Mexico uh, for language school, but uh, the, wherever Santa found us somewhere he found it, and you know, whether, whether or not, right. and, and you know, that it was the family, you know, the families that were just trying to create a moment, whether it looks like the traditional Hallmark look or whether it's uh, something yeah. different. It's really 20 years down the road. You're not going to remember honestly and this is one of those things that it's 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 because for somebody like me who likes to decorate you know sure 20 years down the road is gary gonna remember oh i remember that beautiful tree that you did 20 years ago no he's gonna remember you know and and we as family members we remember the moments um that we're surrounded whether we're talking we about elf on the shelf or santa
1: yeah and you know it's ironic but we we don't even remember the presents yeah um it, it's it's we we live in we're so blessed sometimes Mm-hmm. That we don't even remember what we got last year for Christmas from yeah. so-and-so or so-and-so. But we do remember the memories. Yeah. And we remember, you know, the funny thing here or the thing we did there or the silly thing that happened here. And mm-hmm. and so I think, you know, whatever your holiday traditions are, whatever you do at the Christmas time, building some memories and and maybe starting some traditions if you don't have some already mm-hmm. uh, for your kids Um, but I think it's just so important. It's just those the time that we spend together and the laughter that we have. um, It's just a, it's just a great opportunity. Um, And I was so blessed to have a wonderful, wonderful childhood uh, where I had great people in my life. And uh, I have so many wonderful memories that surround the Christmas season. Um, And, you know, reflecting on You know, Allison, I was even the angel. I know this is going to blow you away, but I was the angel in the church Christmas program. I mean, from the time really? I was like five until I was yeah. too old to be any longer in the church Christmas program, but I was the angel of all characters, and I—I I mean, the the angel, the, the one angel. that made the big announcement yeah. in Luke too. So you know, I felt like that would probably shock you a little, and I just wanted to share it, that before you.
0: It really does. That's definitely <laughs> not typecasting. Um, I'm going to say that was—I know it was a stretch. Uh, you really had to get into character uh maybe Listen, do some studying
1: I had, some research I had how to <laughs> I had big styrofoam wings that hung out i don't know what they were made of but i remember they had glue and all kinds of stuff stuck on there to sparkle and and i had a white robe and yeah and and i had I, my job was just to come out and make the announcement right from luke
0: uh, yeah, I was never. This might shock you because I was actually never an angel at Christmas. Um, you know that was, doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> actually, <It> was- <laughs> I was. I was. If I remember correctly, I was a shepherd one time, and I think I was a sheep one time. Oh. And yeah. um, that and then when I was just you know part of the choir, and right, uh, right. and I I don't so you know anyway I think they they knew let's 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 play to her strengths. You know, but and 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 so I was never. I was actually never an angel. I don't think I was ever Mary. I know every year somebody gets to be Mary. Somebody gets to hold a baby doll. Right. Um, Yeah, I I I never got to be I don't think you
1: know Mary was kind of a meek person. I I think they wanted me because I was (laughs) tall and. (laughs) Yes, you could make an
0: entrance. I was I small, so I could fit better... in a sheep, at, sheep costume.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, hey, listen, I think that it would be so appropriate to close this podcast out with a yeah. little reading of Twas the night Absolutely.
0: Before Christmas. All Absolutely. right. Uh,
1: so you guys ready for this? Now, you know, I'm not a great orator, so we will just uh, we will just mumble through, but this is a great mm. poem, um, it. and it's just so much fun. So Twas the night before Christmas went all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Ma and her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of a new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and he shouted and he called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the coursers they flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and the pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth and the smoke had encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all of the stockings, and then he turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Mm.
0: Doesn't that just bring so you joy?
1: Just, yeah, you know, it's just, a, it's just a great, charming little poem uh, yeah. that I think uh, kind of gets us all in the Christmas mood. Uh, and uh, makes us uh, hopefully uh, think and get excited about uh, connecting with friends and family and enjoying the Christmas uh, holiday season. So uh, I guess Ali, we're gonna let everybody, we're gonna leave everybody with those wonderful uh, up the chimney here rose thoughts. There.
0: Yes, absolutely. Merry Christmas
1: to you all, and to all a good night. Good night.
0: Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.